Hello, dear readers, friends, listeners. For this week's podcast, I'm going to read a story I've written and published called The Last Driver on Earth. The reason I'm sharing this on my podcast is because it matches our theme of faith, hope, perseverance. This is what this story is about. Um, And as a big fan of Formula One, I was able to blend these themes with, you know, the racing. Um, I think this story also provokes thoughts about our future. But uh, without further delay let's get into it i'll read you the foreword the last driver on earth by alexander semenyuk forward from early childhood i was introduced to the world of car racing by my dad it was fascinating we watched together i had my favorite teams and drivers it was so much fun now as an adult i remain a huge fan But also today, I truly understand what it takes to be a top pro. It amazes me. These drivers are incredible. As the world of artificial intelligence and robotics is starting to clash with our human world, I feel like this story explores both the racing and this issue in a passionate and dramatic way. Enjoy. The Last Driver on Earth Jean held the pills above the tall glass of water. He spaced out for a moment, but then it was brought back to reality and slowly let go of them. The circular white pills began to sink and break down, creating bubbles and sizzling sound. Jean lowered his head closer to the table level and watched them. It was soothing in a way. It helped them drown out the sounds and the outside images. Although it was hard to ignore these things considering he was in a small room with a giant television screen that had all of the driver's points. Jean couldn't help but look at the screen again. Last season he won against version 47 by just one point. Just one. Each season there was more and more robots introduced taking part in the racing. Each season they improved, their systems upgraded and adjusted, evolving AI. Last season there were 12 of them with only 8 human drivers remaining. The result? Jean came in first at the end of the season, but he was the greatest driver ever, 9-time champion. He barely won. As far as others, the following 12 Spots in the standings were all occupied by the robots, which meant no other human driver beat out a single one of these versions. So, they all quit. Every guy John knew quit. He was the last. The last human driver. In fact, all other types of racing were already occupied by robots prior to this. Only Ultimate One wasn't yet. Yet, as in he was the last. 
literally the last human driver in racing on earth. Jean came back to the current standing table on the large screen. Version 47 was in first place, 400 points. Version 31 was with 398 at second. Version 5 with 397 at third. And there was him, Jean, the defending champion, with 395 points. This meant that the only way he was going to win the championship was coming in first place in this final race. Something he hasn't managed the whole season. Many second and third finishes, and thankfully these robots took points off each other, but not a single time he managed first. The greatest human champion. Bested by a machine? Jean took a few deep breaths and sat back. <sighs> the sizzling and the bubbles were gone. All year he faced the noise of the public about him needing to quit. Racing is no longer for human drivers. How could they say this? How could they allow this? Taking away the human factor, the passion, the emotions. Even the crowd itself. They all wore special helmets now to enhance their experience. Basically not actually watching real racing because these helmets added virtual reality elements and color the colors that weren't even part of the race. Jean slowly raised his left hand and stared at it. The two fingers on the left after the thumb were wrapped and taped together. His team urged him to withdraw. It was an open break. His ribs were bruised as well, and his left knee was taped. He pushed too hard in qualifying session just a week prior. However, his speed was faster than version 47 during that session. He got the fastest lap. Maximum speed. Absolute focus. Yet at the very end, he crashed. On lap 20. The race today was 50 laps, 50 laps of perfection to carry that weight on his back, to be the last one to try and change the tide, to inspire the young generation to fight. Jean couldn't give up. He dug into his right pocket and took out a small cross attached to the line of a few dark stones and held it in front of him. Nine to be exact. Each stone represented each season he became a champion. God has carried me this far. Will he carry me further? This was his big question. What if it was meant for humans to no longer race? Jean lowered the cross and placed it on the table. No way. No way. A buzzer went off and Jean quickly put the cross back into his pocket and stood up. The door opened. It was his team all in blue suits with purple bison emblem. Time to go, Jean. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. They were smiling and patting him on the back, but behind their eyes he could see the sadness. They no longer believed. However, even if he was the only one who still believed, he could make a difference alone. A single human with great faith can change the world. One person swimming against the tide 
can reach the destination and show others the way. Jean took his blue helmet with an image of a white crane on top of it. He wore this helmet for almost 10 years now. Was this going to be the final time? The walk through the hallway seemed like the longest one of his life. As he got closer to the exit, the, the sound wasn't as magnificent as it once was. Back in the day, the crowd stood on their feet, clapping, yelling, and cheering. Today, they just sat there with the AI helmet. There was fake imitation crown song going through the stadium. A loud electronic music. All the robot drivers were out on the grid, ready to go. The defending champion, Jean de Leon. The announcement rang in his ears as he watched these robots out there, emotionless. He wiped a few small tears from his eyes and walked over to the car. As he got in, the sharp pain in the ribs and knee shot through his body. But he made no sign of it. His team didn't need to know this. They, they put his earpiece in, and the thin white head cover followed by the helmet. New fresh gloves with an adjustment for the left hand due to the broken finger. The teams left the track. The engines roared. The formation warm-up lab began. He led the pack, the pack of cold, emotionless, heartless machines. He looked at the crowd. No one was standing. Jean took the position at the front. His heart was pounding violently. One red light, two red lights, three, four, green, go. Sweat appeared on his forehead as his reaction time was excellent. The announcer was stunned. Zero, 15 of second reaction time by Jean. He is in the front. Jean was cutting the corners perfectly. He was fortunate that the final race was also one that rewarded risk-taking, but it was also very punishing when it came to mistakes, as he learned a week prior. Sweat broke out on his forehead already. Version 47 was right behind him, pressing in his rear mirrors. We are now going to activate the in-car driver scanners, said the announcer. The feature was added a few years back. Now the fans knew if a robot had a malfunction or if a driver had an injury. Jean was too focused to hear the shock of the announcers when they saw the scan of his car and began talking about his fingers, knee and ribs. Incredibly, in the middle of the crowd, a young boy stood up and took off his helmet. He tugged at his dad's shirt. How can Jean do this? How can he drive with these injuries? Isn't he amazing? Don't you think we need to help him? Dad took off the helmet. Whoa. He saw John's car swoosh by in first place with beautiful engine roar. How can we help him, son? Stand and cheer. Dad smiled wryly. That would be embarrassing. Only once without a helmet? Not sitting? Or would it? No one even noticed. Suddenly, they noticed more people doing it. Jean was pushing to the, his limits. 
The sweat was pouring into his eyes. It was lap 20. He was starting to get tired. Version 47 went to his right and passed him as he lost control for a split second. Damn it! Jean readjusted. He no longer paid attention to his team's instructions. He was fully absorbed. The immense pain in his fingers, pain from, from breathing in his ribs, all of this became one entity as he hung right on version 47's tail. I believe, he whispered. I believe, I believe. Of course, driver's words echoed all around the stadium as more and more people stood up and took off their helmets. Many began to clap in rhythm, and the thousands began to chant John's name. Lap 40. John was still behind version 47. He was losing his strength. His mind was succumbing to the pain. And then, John saw it. The whole stadium were on their feet without helmets, cheering, clapping, yelling out his name. Tears appeared in his eyes as tremendous wind of spiritual power and inspiration hit against his chest. Heart on fire, heart full of passion, heart full of faith, heart full of belief. I believe. Jean was back on version 47's tail. The other two began to lag behind. With each lap, Jean's speed was increasing. Goosebumps ran down his spine. The crowd got louder as he was leveled with version 47 on the straight. A sharp turn was coming up. This track rewarded risk. It rewarded perfection. Jean took the inside of the track and went faster on a dangerous turn in version 47. He passed the robot. The crowd exploded. There were only three laps left. Version 47 was right next to Jean, trying to pass him on every straight, but then getting behind on every turn as Jean continued to risk it. Jean has never been so as inspired as he was now. There was still hope. There was still a desire and support. One lap to go. Jean could see the finish line. Version 47 was still right next to him. They crossed the line. Jean won by 0.3 of a second. Jean had no strength left, yet he still did a slow lap waving to everyone. When he stopped the car, his team helped his exhausted body out of it. He was now a 10-time champion. Due to his injuries progressing later on, the following winter, Jean officially retired before the new season began, but he did so with a smile upon his face. Seven young human drivers were entered in, in, into the competition for the new season. Jean no longer needed to hear the sizzling in the cup for anxiety. He could sit back and watch real drivers compete with each other once again. The end. I really hope you enjoyed this story. Um, it was inspirational for me to write it. I truly loved writing it when it happened. And uh, just reading it again was so awesome for me. So I hope you enjoyed it and let me know what you thought. Uh, take care and have a good day.